everybody out there seems to be talking about narcissists, the narc this, the narc that. With that terminology, narcissist comes a lot of misinformation. And it's so frustrating. I'm going to call them what they are, which is a sociopath or a psychopath. Those are two words for the same mental condition. It's an abnormal brain that is wired completely differently than a normal human brain. Knowing that difference changes everything in the process of recovery and where you finally end up and what you consider recovered. It helps if we start at the beginning. If we start with the mind of a sociopath and what it is they're thinking about and what they want, we'll see more. That's what we're going to talk about today on Narcissistic Abuse Unwound with me, Jennifer Smith of True Love Scam Recovery. This is the hardest thing you will ever do, making the escape and recovering from being ensnared by a sociopath, barring some other human atrocity. This is it. This is the least known, I think, the least understood by the world, all of us as humans together in general. With this different brain they have in their heads than the brain that is in a normal human being's head, what are they thinking? What is it they're thinking about or hoping for or making an attempt at as their goal when they encounter other people, normal people. First, what is it we're doing when we spend time with other people? What is it we want? Let's just look at it in a simple format. Imagine a room, any kind of room you like, a beautiful room, a comfortable room, your favorite room, and you are there and someone else is there. When we're in a room with another person, why are we there? Okay, so sometimes it's for work. We have to be there with the other person. But let's say this is our leisure time. Why are you there? Why are you in a room with some other person? It's to connect. It's to share something. It's to spend some time together, deepening the relationship that you already have or building a new relationship. We're in rooms with other people to connect, to build something, to deepen a bond. Or create a bond, to really get to know the other person, to share something about ourselves. And sometimes it's simply to sit in comfortable silence because we do have a bond and feel comfortable with the other person. This is how we're wired to be together, spend time together, bond, connect, trust, care. Human beings need each other. It's evident even in pop culture. We can all see this is a probably multi-million, maybe billion dollar business. Dating shows, reality shows, shows where you find a spouse, matchmaking shows. We're all looking to connect, to bond, because we're wired this way by nature. And though it's become or seems to have become more difficult in the current era, it doesn't mean we don't want it. It doesn't mean we don't believe in it. It doesn't mean we don't need this true connection with other people. Those shows, that's all some of my favorite binge watching. Uh, love at first sight, love is blind, sitting in pods, dating, actually competing to bond with someone first, to bond with the one that the other one wants to bond with. It becomes competitive to make a bond. How amazing is that? I have watched every season of Indian matchmaking with Auntie Seema. I watch Jewish matchmaking. I'm not Indian. I'm not Jewish. I've also watched every single season of Terrace House, which is a Japanese matchmaking show. All we gotta be is human. We love this. We love love. We need it. 
feel good about that. We are wired to want other people, to need other people. Please accept that and honor that. We get to be exactly what we are. Normal humans who want other normal humans to connect with. When we walk into a room, when we spend time in a room with someone else, we are there for the purpose of being with someone else, purely and simply. Back to these dirt bags. When they walk into a room and you're sitting there, or I'm sitting there, or five different people are sitting there, the first thing they're going to do is make a quick assessment. What they're looking for are signs of things they want. From this devious parasitic predator's brain, they know something we don't know when we're all in this room together. They know that their desire is to get into our lives, to take and use us as much as they can before it all ends. I've broken down their hunting and uh, pursuit of people and the time they spend with people into what I call five stages of true love scam. Here they are, one through five, and then I'll talk about each one. I'm going to list them and then I'm going to detail them. Before I get to the detailing, I'm going to end the podcast and the rest, the details, will come in part two. You'll be able to easily find it. It will be the five stages of true love scam part two in the list of episodes. And no, you're not losing your mind. That really is a cat meowing. Some of you know about my little adorable kitty cat, Sushi. She came to visit me in my booth. Let's get back to these five stages of true love scam. First one is they see us. Next, they establish contact. Then comes taking and using. And the fourth stage is they take from us and use us more. The final stage is often referred to as devaluing and discarding by them of us. I see it as them failing and bailing. They know what they're in the room for. It is not to bond. They know they are not in a relationship. They know that they don't care about people. They don't understand what the big deal about caring about people is all about at all. They can't. Biologically, physiologically, this is impossible for them. They spot someone, make an assessment, initiate some kind of contact, get their hooks in. They themselves are bait. Their presence baits us, compels us to fall under their spell, to do, to give, to make sure they're happy. At the expense of our own lives, naturally, we think it's really a relationship. Who knew there was anything else? Understanding more of the details of these five stages of true love scam is a part of how we can sidestep one in the future. To hear the deeper details, listen to the five stages of true love scam part two. If you have any questions for me, if you would like to be a podcast guest, if you would like to be a part of the book, Breaking Up With Evil 2, telling your story, in your own words to other people on a written page, or I guess a digital page, and eventually it will be an audiobook as well, email me, jennifer at truelovescam.com. This is Jennifer Smith of True Love Scam Recovery with the podcast, Narcissistic Abuse Unwound, sending you all good things. Mm-hmm.